Who cares? His smelly ass was going to be woke anyway. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Who Woke the Baby? by Jane Clark, illustrated by Charles Fuge, published by Noisy Crow, an imprint of Candlewick Press. Who Woke the Baby is written as a cumulative novel, meaning it continually repeats the prior sentences before adding another sentence. You could also say this is an investigative novel or a whodunit story because the story takes you through a chain of events to try and find out who woke a baby gorilla. In the end, the culprit gets off because of the way it looks. The book starts with, I quote, This is the baby who woke in the morn, smelly and yelly and all forlorn. End quote. I quoted the first page because those lines repeat on almost every page of this book. So let's break this page down. There's a picture of a baby gorilla up in a tree alone. It's the morning, so you would expect him to be waking up. I doubt the baby was working the night shift. He's smelly and yelly. This would lead one to assume he shit himself and is yelling about it, because that's what babies typically do, and this is most likely what woke him up. Now here's the interesting line. And all forlorn. The definition of forlorn is pitifully sad and abandoned or lonely. Did this baby gorilla's parents abandon him in the tree? Or were his parents killed by poachers and they hid him there? Either way, you never see his parents or another gorilla for the rest of the book, which is depressing. Apparently, there was a hippo who was close to the baby and yawned. But the hippo did one of those fake, loud, obnoxious yawns. And that's what woke up the baby. Book over, don't need to do any more investigating. The hippo was the one who woke up the baby. He had no reason to yawn like that. Well, unfortunately, the book does continue its investigating. To a zebra making a fuss over something. And that's what the author claims woke up the hippo. Who cares? The hippo was rude and there was no excuse. On the next page, you see something that caused a lion to wake up and roar. No wonder that zebra was fussing. He thought he was about to lose his life. The zebra should be the one who's smelly. I would have shit myself if I was jolted awake thinking I was going to die. Well, the book continues to pull the thread and goes on to show the lion was woken up by a crocodile, who was woken up by a frog, who was woken up by a bee, who was startled by a silent butterfly, who snuck up on the bee while it was on the flower. That's awful. It gives me flashbacks to every angry biker I've ever encountered. Merely running me over without making a sound. Ring a bell or something. Warn me you're coming up on me. And this butterfly, with no remorse, goes flying by the baby gorilla in the tree. And the stupid baby becomes happy watching the butterfly. I guess the butterfly represents hope for this baby gorilla, who has no chance of making it on his own. The book ends on every animal happy because the gorilla is happy. Or maybe because the baby is on the ground and is going to be the lion's food soon. Getting past the fact that it was the morning, and the baby should be waking up anyway, give or take 30 minutes, or that the baby was woken up because it was uncomfortable from its smelly poop. This is just a hippo problem with his annoying yawn. If the author really does want the reader to believe the butterfly created all of the disturbances 
that eventually woke up the baby? Then why does the butterfly get off the hook scot-free? Is the author saying that the moral of this story is you can do whatever you want and get away with anything you want as long as you look good? Like a hot girl who farts at a bar? No one assumes it's her? They all point fingers at the overweight guy in the back? Because that moral is just wrong. Everyone should be accountable for their actions. While this book's moral let me down in the end, and I have questions that were unanswered as to why the baby gorilla was alone, Jane did a great job with the rhymes and repetition in her writing. And the illustrations did a great job showing the emotion of the morning, and exhibited Charles's skills as an artist. Now to the rating. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.9. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for several more bites. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.